0: Welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast and create some terms.
1: Hello and welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Gallegos, here with...
2: Jeff Rappaport.
1: Today, guys, we will be talking about how to deal with sellers' high asking price. Uh, There's a lot of sellers that think their property's worth more than it is, or they think it's in way better condition than it is, or really they just don't have any idea of what uh, it takes, you know, the cost it takes to sell a property to fix a property up uh etc cetera, etc cetera. so jeff why did you want to talk about this
2: you know, part of what i do is i look through our facebook group and other facebook groups and i just look at questions that are being asked uh frequently and uh i i come across questions all the time uh hey the seller is asking more than what the property is worth And in some cases, a lot more than what it's worth. So maybe 50,000, maybe even $100,000 more than what it's worth. How do I create terms um, around this kind of situation? So I thought, uh, and I don't think we need a lot of time on this, but uh, I think that we can do some people some really good by addressing this because one of the things that I think people start thinking when they start getting into creative financing is that creative financing solves all issues. And that th- that is not true. Creative financing solves some issues, which allows us to you know be b- better problem solvers for the seller. Yeah. And for the right sellers it provides solutions that we can end up buying Uh, it does not work for every seller it does not work for every situation and uh and we need to understand that sometimes the numbers don't work out sometimes the the sellers what they're asking doesn't work out it's like being a wholesaler or even a rehabber uh, not every seller is willing to sell at a price that makes sense based on how much work the property needs. And when we understand that, we know that, hey, most of the people we talk to, most of the leads we generate, we're not going to end up doing business with, at least not right away. Yeah. there are some that are, there's some that will be, and most will not be and creative financing is exactly the same way but I think people get the they feel like you know I hear a lot of how do I convince the seller to take owner financing you don't Um, what what you need to do is explain how it works in very general terms Um, you know I find that uh, a lot of uh, newer investors uh, overexplain explain and uh, end up with diarrhea of the mouth and uh, they just keep going on and on. And uh, Sellers don't want to be educated about it. They just want to understand it. And so but the goal here is, is that what I thought I would do is I'll show you a way that you can overpay for a property. But I would tell you right off the bat why are you trying to make deals on properties where the seller is asking 50,000, 70,000, 100,000 more than what it's worth? Um, Is that really the best lead that you can find? Uh, And why not move on? Um, You know, uh, seller is asking retail, maybe even a little bit more five, eight, 10 grand. Uh, You know, if they're open to our terms, then yes, potentially we can pay them their price. But uh, I'm curious, why would we want to get ourselves involved where we're overpaying by so much? Uh, mm-hmm. To me, it's like well, that lead doesn't fit my criteria. So um, we need to move on. So what are your thoughts, Jonathan?
1: Well, I used to think that uh, seller financing solved uh, all problems like we are talking Uh about and you know like of course it doesn't and we've we've spoke about multiple deals like that on this show um uh what is your question what what are my thoughts on uh getting sellers to
2: at at what point um is there a point where what a seller is asking is really going to come into play for you and at what point are you going to say Yeah. I don't think that's going to work for me.
1: Yeah. So for me, um, I just, I just be upfront with them. I say, look, you know, properties aren't even selling for that. Uh, and if that's what you need and that's what you want and you're not open to anything else, then, um, I would suggest going listing it with a realtor and paying the commissions and making sure the property is in pristine condition. Um, So it's kind of a judgment call when you're speaking with the seller, right? Um, If they're just trying to play hardball, you know, if they're, uh, you know, if they're really just being hard nosed and uh, they want what they want and that's it. Because some sellers, uh, they're not even serious about selling. So you got to figure out if they're really serious about selling, you got to dive into their situation. But some sellers aren't serious about selling and because they received some, you know, some marketing from you, they'll call you and say, yeah, give me a hundred thousand dollars over market. And we have a deal. You want my property, right? Yep. You know? So you got to really find out how serious they are. And uh, you just got to ask questions. Why are you selling the property? You know, do, do you need the money to move? Where are you going? Um, you got to just dive deeper to figure out if they're serious or not. But if, if, if you, if you hint that they're not serious and they're, you know, they want way over asking, way over market and say, look, there might be some other some options here if you're willing to uh, take payments for your equity. If not, then go list it with an agent.
2: Well, I, and I totally agree with you, right? I, I do. However, to me, you know, but, but let's say that we're looking at a $600,000 house, okay? And let, let's say that we are confident the ARV is 600000 but the seller's asking seven. Um, to me, uh, more than likely, I don't want that property. And uh, and you, you probably say, well, why? And, you know, you could structure some terms. You're right, I could, uh, but let, let me show you something. Let, let's talk about how we can make this work and what the, the good and the bad is. Okay, so let's say that we have a six hundred thousand dollar house, but the seller is asking seven hundred, and that's what he wants. You know, and he's not selling unless he gets seven hundred, but he's open to, to terms. Yeah. So I mean, I can make this. You know, you've heard the saying, right? Um, your price, my terms. Yeah. So in this case, that's exactly what it's going to be. So, hey, if I'm going to pay you top, top, top premium dollar, you know, the rest of the terms are going to be mine and uh, they'll be whatever it is I feel like I can do. So first thing we've got to keep in mind is that we're already a hundred grand upside down. So no matter what we do with this property... If that we we buy it ourselves and you know use it in some way as a rental or uh, you know we buy it and resell it on a note, we've got to still be able to convince someone else that you know you know a lot of times we're going to have to raise the price, so it's going to make things very difficult for us to stay in the middle of something like this or. uh, even pass it on to someone as a wholesale, because you know the price is way out of whack, and you know buyers aren't stupid. Um, uh, you know that they see something that's uh, overpriced by a hundred, hundred and twenty-five thousand uh, dollars. You know it sticks out to them. So uh, that that's the first thing you should know going into this is that uh, these are probably deals that you would be better off holding yourself and uh, because now you don't have to convince someone else that, you know, the terms are really good, it'll work out. Um, uh, The second thing would be is that, okay, I want a low down payment. Um, And when I say a low down payment, uh, you know, I I might want this to be like 20 grand $25,000. The reason for it is is that I don't want to be bringing a whole bunch of money to a property that I'm overpaying for. So we we always talk about getting in light. Well, I I want really light, okay? Yeah. Okay, and then here's probably the key, okay? Either I'm going to make this principal-only payments or super low hybrid, low interest, not two and a half, two, one and a half, something, uh, where we need to get rapid principal pay down. And then we need to schedule it long enough where it will make sense for either us or another buyer, okay? So for instance, let's say that we offered $25,000 down. Uh, And let's say that on this property, we felt like, let's say that we felt like we could get a payment of.
1: So it sounds like Jeff's punching numbers into his uh, yeah. calculator. You got to uh, so, be me too. So I'm yeah. going to pull up my calculator.
2: <laughs> so what, one of the things that I'm doing is, you know, obviously I would look at what market rents are for this type of property. But as you start getting in the higher prices, you, you, one, it's harder to determine a rent. Uh, and second, the rents aren't going to matter as much. So... Um, So really what I'm doing is I'm looking at what would I say, you know, we're at 700,000. If we're going to put down 25, we're financing 675. And I I just started throwing in like three and a half percent interest rate. And I think it came out to be about 3,100. Then I took what the house is really worth, 600,000. And if we put down the same twenty five. Uh, so we'd finance five seventy-five. What would the payment look like? And it's more like twenty-five eighty-two. And so, yeah, there's a five six hundred dollar difference there. So, I would want my payment to be on the lower end. So, let's say that we're just offering a flat twenty-five hundred dollars a month. Now this payment may become even more important if this is some kind of cash flowing property right if this was a uh, multifamily or uh, mobile home park or something um, that was bringing in income we, we really may need to pay attention to creating enough cash flow for either us or our buyer that would make sense okay mm-hmm. so At $2,500 a month, okay, we're already a hundred grand over where we want to be, and we haven't even added in a fee yet. So, uh, $2,500 divided by, uh, let's say, a hundred grand divided by $2,500. It's going to take 40 months just to break even, right? Uh, yeah. To get down to that 100,000 uh, overage. So now we've got to extend this out where it makes the most amount of sense. And uh, don't extend it to 40 months because um, now, now you're just down to where, you know, now you're banking on hopefully there was appreciation over the last 40 months because otherwise the property you're at where the property is worth right now. So to me, I would want 10 years on this 120 months. So knowing that, hey, for the first 40 months, I'm upside down. Now, I don't like that idea. That takes away all of my flexibility. Uh, Unless you're in a market like we are right now, where Things are appreciating so much that maybe it can catch up in a hurry. This is so overpriced that uh, I I basically have very little flexibility for the next three and a half years. Right. Uh, I don't like that. Um, I I like flexibility. And things happen. And when you don't have it, uh, now you might be stuck with it. And I don't like that idea. Now, if this was, you know, and I remember making this offer a few years ago, there were like a hundred units available in Salt Lake City in prime areas. But this guy was asking like $10 million. And uh, it might've been more than a hundred units. I don't remember, but he was asking what I felt was $2 million too much, and they were vacant. They needed work then at least $2 million. But I wanted to figure out a way to get control of this, right? Um, So really what I did is I created some offers just like we we just did now, which either had to do with principal only or the hybrid interest rate that I use. And I think we're at 2% for that. And really what I needed to be able to do, so we knew we were overpaying, right, by a lot. So I I understood that. What I needed to do now was manipulate that monthly payment so that we could still create enough cash flow that would make sense and still represent enough principal pay down over time so that we could get right side up. And that's the key when you're overpaying. Now, if it's going to take two years, three years, five years to get right side up, to me, you're probably just way overpaying. It's probably not worth it. You need a year to get right side up and you've got interest only or a really low interest rate where you're getting that rapid principal pay down, I think that works. Um it's the ones that where you are overpaying. And I I know that um and I've probably used this example, um, and people have heard this example that um hey, if if uh you have a five hundred thousand dollar house, what if I offer to pay you a million? and because the rest of the terms really matter and they do, but it kind of locks me into what I can do with this property. Even if I have these sweet terms, right. Um, uh, because I'm so overpaying, you know, so be careful. And, uh, I would have, uh, some criteria in your head. of uh, what is too much and move on. Uh, You know, sometimes it's just time to move on. Yeah, uh, rather than try to make something work that and and I'm guilty of this often is that sometimes I try to make everything work. And it's like, wait a minute, what? why am I dealing with such a headache? I got plenty of leads, I don't need to make everything work. If I don't like this, move on, and just go to the next one.
1: Yeah, Uh, in I think the most important thing is if you're overpaying for a property, can you make the monthly payment work for you? So if you're holding it for yourself, you have uh, to,
2: Yeah, it, exactly. it is a requirement.
1: Yeah. So uh, what I noted here, uh, as far as the important things, when you overpay for a property, uh, and this is just what, from what you said, Jeff, number one, um, these are probably deals you should hold yourself so you don't have to convince someone else to overpay for the same property. Number two, you need a low down payment because you're already overpaying, right? Number three, you need considerable principal pay down. So that's either by principal only payments or a low hybrid interest rate for a longer term. And then number four, you got to be able to pick your monthly payment. And that's, that's really how I would decide if I can overpay for a property. Okay, well, if I have a property that I can rent for, you know, say $4,000 a month um, and I can pick my payment of, you know, $2,500 a month, I could pay $700,000 for that deal with 25K
2: down, right? As long as you now understand you are probably going to own this property long-term
1: yeah, and you. you and if things that.
2: change, that you may not have any flexibility to to get out of it. So I, I totally understand your uh, your stance on that. Because hey, if I can generate the right cash flow and I got in light, but well, why? What do I care? And we have talked numerous times about price being the least important. However, at some point, it's important and um you're right if someone said hey i'll sell you my million dollar home for two million um but uh you can pay me off at three thousand dollars a month until it's paid that sounds like a pretty good deal right no money down three thousand dollars a month yeah however if i don't want to be in this super long term I'm not committed to being in it super long-term. Uh, I could get myself into some trouble, couldn't I? Um, yeah. You know, even after 10 years, uh, you know, uh, I, I'd still only be $360,000, um, less than the 2 million. Uh, and unless the property is really appreciated over the last 10 years, I'm still upside down. And right. if I decide I don't know that I want to own this property 10, 15, 20 years or more, um, now I might be putting myself in a bad spot. Right.
1: Yep. So that's what would you say a minimum term is if you're paying if you're overpaying
2: for it? Would you say five years? It really depends. Yep. You know, how quickly can I get right side up? And then obviously I want to get I, I, I want to get myself some equity in this deal as quickly as possible as well. You know, it's not enough to, to, to get it to the point of, Hey, it's worth this now. Um, that's nice, but uh, we, we don't do that. Uh, we, we want equity. So, uh, you know, what makes the most sense in terms of, uh, you know, we talk a lot about, Hey, we want to be at 80% loan to value, 75% loan to value, at the end of when a balloon is right for either yeah. our buyer or for us to refinance. Uh that maybe that's the goal. Um uh maybe yep, yeah, the goal is even longer. Maybe it's um hey I, I just want the longest term that I can get so I don't have to worry about refinancing and you know I'm not getting better terms than zero percent interest. So yeah. But yeah, it's not enough to just get it to break even. Uh now you got to get it to the point where it makes sense that you should have bought it in the first place.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's probably, that's a that's definitely a key point cuz and you should always shoot for if you're holding the property yourself and you plan on refinancing or even selling at the end of the term, shoot for that uh, you know, that 80% loan to value. Uh minimum, minimum. Minimum, um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. If you sell it, you know there's going to be commissions, and uh, if you're trying to refinance it, you don't want to pull extra money out of your pocket at the end of that balloon.
2: That's right. So, and you might be able, you know, for the 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 issue really is some sellers know that they're way overpriced, right? And um, and they don't really care if they sell or they don't. um, uh, If you're going to pay them, then they'll take it. Uh, others don't really know right and someone may have said well you know I you could get a million dollars for your property well you know a realtor told me that I could get a million dollars and yeah uh, you know, now maybe they believe it and uh, uh so you got to know who you're dealing with too and I think that you brought that up from the very beginning Jonathan is that uh goal is is do they really want to sell are they serious and you know hey if i'm gonna overpay mr seller well i don't think you're overpaying well let me show you um i am yeah Uh, and this is what i'm gonna need and maybe you don't even need to phrase it that way but uh hey uh, if i'm gonna let you pick your price uh, you've got to let me pick my terms
1: yeah Cool. Well, enough said about that one. I hope um, I hope this is helpful to uh, our audience out there and really thinking about um, how to deal with sellers who are just asking way more. Can you use creative financing to come up with a deal to pay someone $100,000 over asking? The answer is yes, you can. But you know, the key points here is you gotta, you gotta be able to pick your payment. You gotta be in real light and you gotta have a long enough term to pay that principal down so that you're at 80% loan to value. Uh, Guys, if you want to get a hold of us, you can reach us on at uh, Facebook, the Creative Financing Podcast. Join our group there. Um, All of our episodes are archived at thecreativefinancingpodcast.com. If you guys are interested in Jeff's apprenticeship program, uh, please email Rebecca, that's R-E-B-E-C-C-A at weofferoptions.com. Uh, She'll get you the info needed on that. They recently revamped their apprenticeship program. So they kind of have two versions of it. One, go at your own pace and then an accelerated version. So definitely go check that out. If you are just getting started, you need help, you need direction. This is uh, the apprenticeship program for you. Um, It's a wholesaling based program. Uh, They do use creative financing offers uh, in their business. Of course, that's uh, why we're here on the show. But uh, check that out if you haven't. Uh, If you guys are interested in the Creative Financing Podcast or the Creative Financing Academy, where uh, we teach you how to uh, come up with offers like this in a video format, where Jeff goes through uh, leads that he has in his, uh, CRM. And he, he shows you how he takes those leads and how he comes up with creative financing offers, how they work and what he plans to do to, to sell or make a profit on the property. So if you're interested in that, please email Jeff that's J E F F at we offer options with an S.com. And then, uh, And if you're interested in what that's like, uh, we have a video that you can get for those of you who have not got that already. Uh, So if you're interested in that, please email Jeff um, at WeOfferOptions.com. What did I miss, Jeff? Anything?
2: I don't think so, Jonathan. That is a mouthful. So
1: (laughs) get it all in there. (laughs) Okay, guys, till next time, uh, go out there and create some terms.